Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Psychic on the Scene. And uh, as always with me, the lovely Michelle Lyons-Polito, Psychic hey, Medium. Hey, nice to see everyone. And the other lovely co-host, D. Scott. Yeah, so lovely. So lovely. <laughs> and we have a real treat tonight for our listeners. I am um, a treat. You are a treat, doll. We have on Quinn from Pix106, uh, Quinn and Cantera Morning Show. So excited and so appreciative that you agreed to do this. Absolutely. And I love your podcast. I had it on all day today. It was awesome. I'm so glad you and my mother. And, um, <laughs> no, no I, listened, I listened to the Clearing Podcast two weeks ago. Uh, that was you, wasn't it? The Clearing yep. Podcast. Yes, yes, yep. that was that. Which it, I need, by the way. So let's talk Reiki at some point. Or well, I kind of I already have set up for you, doll. We're oh, gonna do God. a little. We're gonna do a reading, and Michelle's actually gonna do a live clearing on you on air. Oh. Right. Yep. Wow. Tonight we'll take care of it. So we're going to take care of your, some of that stuff tonight, and we'll do maybe like a little follow-up with you afterwards. So, right on. Yeah. Right on. Dee, you. if you could please intro our special guest. Well, Dee. I think we already kind of took care of that. Um, <laughs> come on. Well, I know. I Listen, I tried and tried really hard to come up with some ringing, amazing intro for Quinn. And uh, best I could do is if you live in the Capital Region – and you're not listening to the PIX 106 morning show, you are definitely doing a disservice to yourself. Oh, because, uh, yeah. Quinn and Cantera are easily one of, if not the best morning show. Stop in the that. 100% agreed. <laughs> agreed. Stop. Iconic. <laughs> Iconic. Well, stop it. When you do something you love, you have fun at it. When you have fun at it, you're lucky enough to hopefully do well oh. once in a while. So that's that's, that it. is true. Following your passion. So, uh, Quinn, yes, we obviously live, Michelle and I especially live in the world um, of, you know, ghosts, spirits, energy. Yep. Um, we know you have a somewhat of a fascination connected mm. with this. So yeah. did you growing up, did you have experiences like this growing up? You know, I, I didn't. I had one experience growing up. All, most of my experience were dream oriented. They were horrible. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but I had a, um, <clears throat> I had a, uh, a a very visual dream of a witch outside my window when I lived in Westover, Vermont, as a kid. Um, back when they had that flood and everything it was crazy back in the seventies, mm. and I'll never forget hearing this cackling witch. And, you know, 45 years later, I'm like, oh, that's probably the hag or something, you know? Oh, you probably. Know? Yeah. But, I mean, did you feel like awake at all? Do I what? Did it feel like like a sleep paralysis experience or were you fully asleep? No, because I remember going to the window. I remember oh. going to the window and being immediately frozen with fear and then covering up. So, oh. but but it's never really been a, a problem. The question just kind of made me think, like, you know, I'm, um, you know, it's just, I, I, it's, I guess I'm just one of those people who are kind of piped into certain things and, and mm -hmm. unfortunately piped out of certain things too. Deke can attest to. <laughs> <laughs> when you give some, you get some. 
So it's I've had I've had um, you know my when my grandfather passed, we went across the street to have sushi, um, and I brought it I brought it a big flower vase with me, which may have given it away, but a um, a woman from the restaurant, but it was downstairs in the first floor of the restaurant, came up specifically to our table to tell me that Russell was here and, and, and that's my grandfather. And so that was really special to me. Holy and, cow. and, and, um, and it, it's, uh, it, it's been mostly that kind of thing until recently. Um, my mom passed last July and oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was, it was weird. It's been weird. Yeah. Um, uh, well, so, you know, so before funny. Quinn, before you yeah, go yeah. on anymore, I want to just say a couple things to you that I'm I've been picking up on that I um and I don't I met you one time at the studio and it was in passing, yep. yes, and um back way before pandemic and um, we had yep. kind of hoped that we would get together then and do some ghost hunting. But <laughs> yeah, here's some <laughs> things that I want to get. I want to tell you that I I pick up on you. First thing that comes through is you read like a very, very old soul. You mm -hmm. read like somebody that's been here, done this many times. So a lot of times your level of being able to um, tolerate bullshit is um, extremely <laughs> low yes. because old souls have a tendency to feel and sense when somebody's giving them the business and they're not giving it. So you also have that internal mechanism that looks at somebody and goes, zoop, zoop, like you, zoop, zoop, don't like you. And you get it <laughs> extremely fast. So yeah. make sure you're always trusting that gut. I not only okay. get the mother figure, but I get, um, two other men over here to the side. I'm assuming now, because you mm -hmm. said the grandfather, that one is the grandfather. The other one feels like a father figure, but your mom is saying to you, you talk to your mom like every single day. And um, your mom actually has kind of a good sense of humor. She's got a quirky sense of humor. She gives yeah. me the number three. So I don't know if there's three of you in the family or you're one of three, or if the month of March is actually an important um, birthday anniversary. She's okay. one of three, her three sisters. Oh. So who had what looked like um, one part of it looks like a two family home and the other looks like um, they're showing what looks like almost like a storefront in a city area. Um, and it's a lot of um, kind of like busy energy around that or family energy around that. So is that different sides of the family? No, that would be a place that she and, and Posey lived. I mean, I initially thought it might be the house on France, but I, I think she's talking about um, Calhoun, uh, Lake Calhoun, because it's and the downstairs was very busy at restaurants and, okay. and that kind of oh. thing. But Posey, my grandmother, her mother lived um, separately for a while. Name. Yeah, yeah, that's her. That sounds her name. Catherine Ewald was her name, but Posey, yeah. And, <laughs> I love uh, it. And so uh, she lived there, and, and she moved in there with them, but in a separate way. Then they moved, they moved into a bigger place, but they, then they had separate apartments. I think that's what I was hearing. Okay. There was, so there if it's like my, two my, separate properties, but like even like two families living together, that'll show up like that um, where it's like the, the, it actually feels like <laughs> that busy energy of everybody in the kitchen, everybody at the table, Friday night, everybody being together, congregating together. So yeah. they're showing that. Um, they're also yes, giving I me remember, the month I remember of, that, Mom. I remember what you're talking about. She's talking so, about things. Like she's talking about Thanksgiving, maybe. Or and maybe are you you're... carrying on the tradition of that? Because she's giving me a lot to do with tradition and you carrying it on, or you having maybe guilt about it. And she doesn't <laughs> want you to have the guilt about it. 
um, whether it's having family together or family's been separated, um, that you can only do what you can do. She's also saying to me that you made the right decisions for her. So I am assuming that your dad passed for prior to her. Uh, my dad has not passed. No. All right. So then this is two other men that are showing up. One would be the, the grandfather figure, and it could be a male to the side of her. It seems to be about the same age, a contemporary. It could be um, brother-in-law, maybe? An, like a brother-in-law or an uncle. And I get another name that oh. is. Uh, Fuzzy. Well, it was his real name like Joseph or a J. Joseph, Joseph. Jo John jo or... um, there's, is it up? There's so many Johns and Josephs in our family. <laughs> oh, okay. So then, I, you know, I'm not to toot my own horn that yeah. I'm on the right track because it is a male yeah. giving a large letter J, but he yeah. reads to be to the side of your mom. Your mom feels like she was um, along with your grandmother, Posey. Um, mom feels like she could really read people very well, um, too. And she was a strong lady. She wasn't um, easy breezy. She was a tell it like it is kind of a lady back when ladies didn't do that. Um, no. Your grandmother feels like she was the same way. So if they both were great role models for strong women, or um, I'll tell you, they've got some real mojo. The grandmother, <laughs> when she comes in. Happy International Women's Day, ladies. <laughs> you guys, too. <laughs> so the grandmother is, is great. Um, she seems like she was kind of like a Kathy Bates type. So she's got that, you know, real black and white. This is the way it is kind of a, uh, a persona. Librarian. She, uh, oh. she, library. she was my biggest confidant, though, because I was an alcoholic and I was a disaster. And But she was my biggest confidant. I love my grandmother to, to death dearly. And uh, but she smoked cigarettes and she hunched over a little bit. But <laughs> she was a lovely, lovely genius of a woman. And my God, what a life! What a life! Uh, when she comes in, she Quinn gives me the grandmother. It smells like powder. Um, she wasn't a fancy lady, but it smells like a, like an Avon powder or talc powder. So if you're getting that, like you're driving along in the car and you're thinking about them or you're kind of bringing them in with you, um, okay. she, she brings that Gina Tay powder smell, um, <laughs> that. that you can practically taste it. Mm -hmm. Um, and your mother had like, it feels like there was, um, throughout her lifetime, whether her father had passed young. There was this whole feeling of um, she might've had fear or she was always worried about stuff, but she had, she was a, a stressor. She got things done, but there's this whole feeling of life. Not was not that easy for her Quinn. Um, but they give such a sense of pride with you. They're also showing um, if you have been leaning towards doing something more creative, whether it's writing um, it's that kind of um, time for you to do it. Now the writing, so are you writing a book? Or are you are you connecting to that? I just in the last two days. I, oh my gosh. I, I connected back to my books, my actual books, not Amazon or Kindle or any of that crap. <laughs> like I was digging through really special books to me, which is so were they connected with the grandmother? But, but like did she give them to you? To, pardon? Uh, did your grandmother give those to you or there is her writing in them? Uh, no, but there is some of my grandmother's writing on this table to my left, though. Oh, beautiful. Yes. There's also That's going to be a bit, part of it. A little bit of lock of hair, and she gave it to me in a box. Mm -hmm. and, and I, I will always keep it. It's very cute. It's very sweet. So. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, she I loves love that. that. So she, she can generate her energy from that. Yes. You know, you have a, have a little piece of someone's I, essence there. They're around you more. I, I, I feel like I can, con- I can connect, I feel like I can connect with my grandmother more easily than my mother because I feel like my mother might be very busy. Does that make mm. any sense? Well, she has, ironically, what I said, she has busy energy, but because she's more newly passed, um, there is kind of like a preschool over on the other Mm -hmm. side. So she's probably busy with kind of getting her mojo going uh, on the other side. And I will tell you, you probably heard from the other podcasts that when they cross over, they choose their heaven, Quinn. So if they need their heaven to be 2021 or 1984, Mm -hmm. they can be in like five different places at once, but they're not going to miss a thing. So you getting divinely inspired, so to speak, to start to write, um, and expand your career, it, it, it's um, no accident. It would be kind of like them like tapping you while you're asleep and saying, hey, remember that thing you said you were going to do? Make sure you get yeah. up and do that. Get your ass yeah. going. And pay right. attention if things suddenly just appear. It's like, oh, I just I haven't seen that in a while. Where did that come from? Things yep. will be presented to you, um, whether it be a book, a card that was sent, or even, even like you're looking at your phone and a picture will come up that you hadn't remember that you would take in and there'll be clues and hints within that. And you'll always get that feeling kind of like a tuning fork. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a moment where there's, there's a nugget of information that they're passing down to you from, from on high from above. And so there'll be plenty of those um, moments around you. That's great. I just looked at a bunch of pictures from our wedding yesterday. And uh, of course, uh, would not delete a single photo of my mother, mm-hmm. even though I had to get rid of Of course photo. you wouldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course you wouldn't. With your That's- mom, too. She has mm-hmm. the feeling that if she had been ill um, uh, before Quinn, her passing feels very, very quick to me. Mm-hmm. And I get the sense with her that she knew. And she wants to make sure um, that you, you are getting the sign. It does feel like the sign of a cardinal. So if you're getting the cardinals all the time or they're flocking around you and every time you come out, you're like, there's another one. She (laughs) sends that. Um, But she's also giving to me um, like she didn't have a lot of jewelry, but Mm. it looks like you might have like a piece or there might have been like three major pieces. Okay. Is it it her ring? No, it's a, it's a a, a amber necklace of hers. Yeah. Perfect. Wearing right. Yeah. But that's Sorry. funny. I, I have all her jewelry and I've worn even the silliest of things for a fellow to be wandering around in, but it keeps me close to her, even though she never fucking wore it. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. It's like, it's part of her, when I was a kid, I remember her seeing, wearing it, you know, but um, after uh, my parents kind of split, it's just, she, she kind of went off onto her own thing and Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, 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 uh, it, it, it just changed everything. Literally fell in love with this wonderful woman named Jackie, who oh. became a, a, another family member for me that literally saved my life at one point. And, uh, it's, it's been a long, it's, yeah, I do have to write a book. Yes. You need to write a book because part Three of rehabs. it would be cathartic. Uh, Three rehabs. Mm. You know what? Yeah. Bravo for you for being, um, you Seriously. know, clean and sober. Thank you. 13 years this week. 
Woo! This number. week. <laughs> then that's another reason why your mom would have given me the month of March, the number three. Because ah. that's, that's a big deal. That's an anniversary in itself. Oh. And I forget that with my my um, people that are um, have gone through sobriety. She would have brought that up first too, and I think you did. But yeah, because it was just three, three, five, three, five, two thousand eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow! Really cool. Congratulations. Good so for you. Proud. So there's another mail over here to the side that has a large letter R for you, Quinn. And when I get this mail to the uh, with the R over here to the side, I keep hearing um, like engines or motors. It's a lot of like things like clanking, and I feel like I've got tools. Might have even had a connection to the railroad because I can hear a train in the background. R R as a first name. It could be a first name. Um, it's like a Richard or a Robert. Okay, I don't know who Richard or Robert is off the top of my head. I only because I'm, I'm so taken with the R. My Posey's husband, who I was also close to from the restaurant, his name oh, is was Russell. Russell. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, so wait so a minute. I'm you did say that, but is um, with Russell? Did he was he a tinkerer? Um, no, he really, he was, he wasn't a tinkerer. No, but my, but my other grandfather, Irvin, are you getting an R from Irvin? It could be, but it's, it keeps giving me this large letter R around this older male. It feels like a grandfather or a great grandfather. And he keeps showing me old photos. So if you just recently came across old sepia or old black and white photos, they're kind of bringing that up again, could even be the family history or genealogy. Um, When I get that, I get a lot of tightness in the chest. So that gives to me somebody that would have had a heart attack or lung issue could have been TB. Um, but it feels like congestive heart failure. A man and, uh, or a woman? That feels like a man to me. Okay, yeah. Richard, you said, right? Yeah, like a Richard or a Robert. But it, and he's very, very thin, but I feel like it's um, depression era thin. You know how so many of those men, you know, yeah. like their, their clothing looks baggy. Mm-hmm. And it's that, the black and white photo. So just keep it in mind. They're I also will. giving to me that you're supposed to be traveling. So um, it feels, I don't know if you have family up towards the north, um, as well as traveling down um, closer to the city. So if you're doing some historical things or connecting with other family, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's doing this traveling all over. And they look more historical spots. Mm-hmm. My family um, were, were world travelers, and I was as well. I've been to 40 countries. and Oh, wow. We, I say to my wife all the time, it's been a decade since I've gone out of the country. My last trip was three years ago, but, you know, I, I, so I was so desperate to go somewhere weird. I went to Nicaragua, you know, <laughs> and so oh I, that's the kind of traveler I am. And I haven't traveled nearly enough. And that's got to be what they're saying. It'll kick back in. Yeah. If your family was like that, and that's a, um, a thing, like you really have wanderlust, it'll yeah. never go away. It'll, it's yeah. more likely, um, Quinn, that that's connected to your past <laughs> life. And that yeah. would be the reason why yeah. you have the need to go. Like you could have been, um, you know, back in the day, like a soldier or something for the yeah. Crusades. And yeah, um, that, that's speak, why. Speak freely with me, by the way. I'm a, I, I'm a, I am a full-on believer of, 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 and I have opinions to, to, to tell about just about anything in, within the realms of uh, whatever they want to call it, pseudoscience, which is bullshit, by the way. So, 
Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Just go ahead and just sock it to me. Well, so typically with my clients that I read initially that I say like they're an old soul, it does feel like your life is layered. You've had many and probably why in this lifetime you had to um, overcome alcoholism or any other challenges because you probably didn't get it right in the other lifetimes. (laughs) So they were like, you're going to do it now. Working so, on that, yeah. Right, enough of that. So if you have like times where you have literally felt drawn like Nicaragua, <laughs> but um, that you Probably just feel reason. like you need to go back, see the place, touch the ground, it's almost like it's calling to you, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that um, it's a place that you would stay. So I have clients that'll say, I really am drawn to California. We have nobody there, but I want to go. It's probably because you did that in the last lifetime and things probably didn't go too well. So you want to go back in this lifetime to just kind of go, everything's good. I'm okay now. So any fears or phobias, you usually bring them over from that lifetime. Yeah, it's kind of like getting back on the horse. You just got to get back on and then, then you can move forward from that situation this is the 19th state i've lived in too um holy cow yeah where where um, are you from originally where were you born i was born in minnesota um minneapolis area that's uh, where my oldest son is currently living in minneapolis it's i have such a love for it and the twin cities is my family's home for over 100 years and oh my gosh i do miss it dramatically but uh, i am a keeper of the family stuff uh that's my job too (laughs) but my parents were so young and so we traveled around i've lived in every new england state and then my job ended up being radio which is you know transitory like crazy and and so this is but yeah this is the first house i bought and i just turned 50 (laughs) you know oh wow (laughs) crazy so it's finally kind of settling in which is layer number five (laughs) <laughs> right exactly layer number five so are you on water or are you really drawn to water and i don't mean as much like the ocean i feel like either like the mohawk river hudson or um a lake not locally but no it's okay. always been one of my greatest passions is water um i attribute that to my my grandfather and my mom i think so is part of your family native american or are they french canadian Nope, they're not. Not that. Not that my DNA, my twenty-three and me doesn't say. Does not say that. <laughs> <laughs> God, everybody now is in the DNA data bank. I know no. it's so funny. It's so I love funny. it. I love it. They keep changing it. Freaks my husband out. He goes, "How can they change?" I said, "They're changing not your DNA. They're changing how they see it. How they look yes. at." It. Yes. Crazy. What haplogroup group you're in? Exactly. <laughs> It's kind of so funny. I see a lot of your, you know, we'll get to the clearing part after, but um, I see you, you've got past lives popping through too. When Katie said water, I could, I see you with like this, like a, a jacket that goes to your waist and you're pulling it down and you're on a ship, like a ship's captain. And you've got that, um, it's not a binocular. It's the one thing, not a periscope. Yeah, the, uh, the, the pier glass, right? Yeah. Pier glass. A spy glass. Spy glass. Spy glass. Yeah. It's the kind that you collapse back down. It's brass and you're putting it away. And so, I mean. I'm, I'm happiest on the water, you guys. I'm happiest on the water or in the water. It's What's hard. your sign? What's your birth sign? Cancer. I mean, well, cancer, yeah, cancer is a, sign. yeah, that yeah. is a water sign. So that's probably a, a component of it, not just, you know, that, but in this lifetime. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry. Mm, no, that's, I no, keep interrupting. Go ahead, we, Michelle. That's how we work. Now, now what, yeah. what, what town did you land in? What, where did you buy your house? A uh, Boston spa here in, in the village. Oh, nice. Um, it's yeah. gorgeous up there. It's beautiful. Uh, uh, it's, 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 it's the most Stepfordy weirdness I've ever had in my life. You guys, <laughs> Stepford you know, weirdness, but, but, I love it. But it, but it's, but it is everything that this layer of myself needs. Mm. After having drank myself near death for ten years, mm. after having you know lived in an incredibly tumultuous relationship with a bipolar person for so long, yeah, been there, yeah. done that. I think yeah, all of us. Yeah. So my wife, my wife is a teacher and she's quiet and just is this ninja of mood. It's like insane. And she's so patient with me. And, and so I attribute, I always think Posey brought her to me, but I don't know. They do oh, you that. know, you know that they do. They, right, Michelle, they, they definitely do. So somebody probably from her side of the family brought in. <laughs> Um, and with with your Nana, your Posey brought yeah. her to you. And the interesting thing yeah. is where you are now and you read kind of like your Zen, you would have wanted calm or peace at this part of your mm -hmm. life. So the last thing you needed was a relationship that was like way too crazy. You needed somebody that helped ground you and that had a peaceful energy. What's interesting is on your wife's side of the family, um, she does have a father figure showing up behind her. So yeah. if her dad has passed, um, he's around as well. And um, everything in her family is extremely traditional. Um, Hi, excuse hat, me? Riley's hat is here. Um, oh, Riley. Riley is her father who, who uh, recently passed in like 2015, I believe. So, okay, yeah, so that would, was, might, that would be the R, sweetheart. Oh, Riley. Hi, Riley. Riley was a tough son of a bitch, you guys. I mean, I, I did everything I could when I walked into that house to try and make him chuckle and nobody else talked to him. It was just the guy that was dating his daughter. <laughs> so, well, don't I forget really, that. They're different really like on the him. other side. So he he really, he is so into you. And he's so. Yeah, he appreciates you. Definitely as much as she makes like you happy, him. you make her happy. So that makes him happy. So. I try to keep um, his memory alive a little bit. So What did Riley do for a living when he was a young man? <laughs> he was a cook at Denny's. Oh my gosh, that's the clanking. Oh, he might have no. known me when I was drunk. I probably went to the <laughs> I went to a yeah. lot of Denny's <laughs> and don't yeah. remember most of it. This is down in Oklahoma, I think, or Texas, oh. right, on the, or right on the border. And it's, uh, it's where he met to, it's where he met his wife, Phyllis, which is kind of funny too. That's why it's important to him. So did you guys plant the garden? Did you and your beautiful bride plant the garden for them, like a memory garden? Or have plants for them, like roses, um, because it we keeps feeling like tulips. Yeah, but I, I don't think that was us that planted a memory garden, unless my wife did. Okay, um, it actually shows it. up stronger with her side of the family, where the need to do it connected more okay. with her side of the family, and it looks like Mother's Day roses kind of a vibe. Okay, I mean his 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 um, you know his ceremony was very very powerful and. Um, 
the Patriot Guard showed up, and it was a oh. real, real surprise. And those are amazing. You know, yeah, so. and you know those guys are the Patriot Guard guys are, are. I work with them with work and stuff. Yeah, but I never expected them to show up, and it's like, oh, you know, and it, so maybe that's a that's the garden that got painted. They were standing like strong patriotic flowers, <laughs> support mm. of support. It was wonderful. They are oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that is. Because I play, you know, I play bagpipes. I, I play a lot of funerals, and I love when the Patriot Guards are at funerals because they just take it to another level. And just, you know, and it's always the worst weather, but they don't care. They're out no, there. No, they're good people. It's, it's you know, and they no, get a lot out of it. They get a lot to it. They do. Yeah, they do. Now, what cemetery are, are your loved ones buried in? Or do you have them ashes form? <laughs> well, this is a good question. So, which loved ones? Are we talking about, like, Come my on. grandfather is, his ashes are spread on the, uh, uh, convergence of the Yangtze, the um, wow, Yangtze River, the, the Yangtze, the uh, the other one in China, the Yellow River. Yes, mm-hmm. three biggest rivers in, in in Asia. They all come together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's where his ashes are. And then that's cool. I have a little piece of his ashes that my mother stole. <laughs> <laughs> A rebel. What a rebel. She was a rebel. <laughs> now, the question is, I lost them. They're in a little oh, while. They'll, they'll turn back they'll, up. They're Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. You lost them in the move, but they'll they'll turn back up. Okay. Turn okay. Back I'm up. sure they're packed away somewhere. That's yeah. funny. Um, Where's mom uh, buried? Mom is in a uh, urn, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, still in an urn. Did she, she may have? No. I don't, she said she would tell me. You know, she took her up on vacation where they're like they normally go, but she brought the urn, but she said she didn't um, release her yet. She's not ready. Oh, okay. I have not heard yet, so it's possible. That's okay. what I'm That's what I'm picking up on. The reason why I ask is because she doesn't like being cooped up. I know. And I'm trying to, I'll keep up on that with Jackie for her. Yeah. Okay. Is there a lot with the month of September with mom? Is that a birthday anniversary or passing, or is that like a planned memorial? Uh, no, I don't <laughs> think it's a. I don't think September. No, I mean, unless it's a, you know, I mean, for me, but she she knew nine eleven was big for me, but that's about it. Um, mm, and, okay. and 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 you know, Steve and I started our show in September. 2000, 9-11, 2000. So, you know, I've had some things happen in September for me. It might be with her that you guys wind up then or your, you know, your family is ready to do it. But it feels yeah. like that feels like the memorial for her because it looks very autumn-y and it's mm-hmm. still sunny out and there's still a lot of leaves on oh, the tree. Yeah. Um, and bad. when I'm connecting to that, I keep seeing again, like water, lake, mountain. So like if you were local, it would be like the Adirondacks, but it's, it does feel like I'm very North. Yes. In Northern Minnesota is probably where it's going to be. Oh, Perfect. and the lakes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, Northern says where where they go we used to go. So that makes awesome. a lot of sense. Also, in that baby, Quinn, baby, was there a baby that was lost? Recently? No, no, no. 
in the family history, it feels like either mom's level or even Posey's level. Did Posey lose no, a baby? We, uh, there wasn't a lot of chatter um, uh, about that kind of thing. And I know that we have um, children of, that are relatives of ours that are around the country right now. So I don't think we aborted them or anything. No, no, no. no. This would have been no. like a, a like a, a live child that passed. Yeah. Um, okay. Like maybe from sudden infant. And it does feel like a little boy. And how long ago were we talking? Well, it's, it's probably like the 50s or the 60s that when I'm okay. seeing the era of it. Okay. Don't be surprised if you find uh, it. Like I can, I, I'll look. I'll look. I'm very curious. It is possible. And it's possible it happened in you know, kept quiet too, you know. True. My family, my family didn't talk a lot about <laughs> stuff. They're not German, are they? <laughs> uh, they're very close. Well, you know, Swiss, Swiss, German, yeah. Right up on the border. No, talk yeah. about anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't be surprised if you find info when you're digging through like genealogy or whatnot, or even finding where people are buried and you're trying to figure out Oh look, there's a there's an empty spot, right. but it's there's not. I I don't even think there's a stone there, if that makes any sense. Like an Indian yes, I, I think so too. I think you're right, but there might be record of it, like through church, yeah. but not like a marker. Um, also, with this was um, we were talking about palsy. I'm sorry, there is a baby buried at the family cemetery, Lakewood Cemetery. Um, uh, I think it's a and it's buried way in the corner of the plot and away from that's everybody it. else. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm. I now remember that I'm getting incredibly chilled. Yeah, confirmation right chills. <laughs> and they that's got the baby started. with them. They have the baby with them. Oh, oh yay! God. So he's not all alone. No, he's not alone. And it's it's a lot with your mom and a lot like your mother loved everybody. She might have been tough to yeah. warm up to people, but she really <laughs> when she loved them, she was so um like like protective of people. Fiercely protective, yeah. You could yeah. feel it. You got yeah. a lot of her in you. Yeah, I feel that way. I feel like I would, you know, there's very few people who I would die for, but I would die for uh, a, a few very select people in my life, no questions asked, no questions. So, in your family, did anybody ever in your family, Quinn, have ability or, um, like you said, you have a lot of stuff with dreams, which is a really common way to get things psychically. Um, mm -hmm. And typically, especially people that have had a lot of like busy brain thought or had addiction or self-medicated, they don't get things during the day, but when mm -hmm. they go to sleep, they get visitations, they get mm -hmm. um, premonitions. Yes. So that's pretty common with that kind of brain chemistry. So well, the, my, my dream, my dream situation, um, I take trazodone to go to bed. So it, it's literally like someone hits you over the head with a baseball bat and you wake up yes. at five in the morning. You know what I mean? Yes. So, but when I was a child, it was well. Look, I'm I'm not afraid. I have a lot of a lot of mental issues. I have some manic qualities. I've got uh, major anxiety issues. I've got my my body dysmorphia disorder has been the biggest the biggest bane of my existence since I've been a child. You know, I have mm. so many issues. 
and, and keeping myself balanced is tough. That's tough. I'm not even sure what I'm talking about right now. Well, but, you were talking about the, the sleep and having to take like a medication basically to, to yeah. sleep. So it probably has um, kind of um, suppressed any of those psychic dreams. Um, yeah. But it, when you do get them, you better make sure that you're journaling them because um, you're getting it a lot. And you might also be at a point, I don't know if you do anything that is like a meditation or breathing work, yeah, um, that you might get more things that are like waking dreams, yeah. almost like a daydream, like you're driving in the car and your, your brain goes on autopilot. You start to get downloads of information. So I am um, everything I'm getting of late in the last year or so, less than a year, has been um, um, while I'm awake um, and in in various forms, um, visual forms, um, like orbs and stuff, like insane orbs. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, And then uh, a mutual agreement that what comes to my mind when I have a specific question for my mother is the answer. Mm -hmm. That is my connection to her. Um, And I will feel the answer. And if I don't feel the answer, she doesn't know the answer. Or if I feel the answer is wrong, I'll have to disagree with (laughs) it. I usually know what she's, I usually know what she would do. Um, Mm -hmm. One of my biggest struggles is not having her as a, you know, uh, sort of an ear to bend. <laughs> it's, been, it's been tough. So. But it really does sound like you are, are making, a, a, a creating a way to connect with her, even though she doesn't have a body and she's, you know, not physically here in, in, in our dimension, but she is fully active. And, and like you said, you don't really feel her as strongly. It takes them a while to get their sea legs when they go to the other side. They have life review. They got to check in with everyone. It's just a, a busy time. But like Katie said, she's not missing a beat. She's with it, with, with you for every moment. And she, you guys are creating your uh, your pathway, your dialogue with one another. And it'll only get better as time goes on. Yeah, it gets easier. Yeah. You guys, um, uh, you know, I, um, at the very beginning, we were saying, you know, well, you know what my experience and stuff was. And I sort of glanced over the year prior to my mother and this is really kind of embarrassing, but it's true. And I heard you talk about it in another podcast, so I got to bring it up. Okay. Um, it um, wasn't John Cena, was it? No, wrestling's not my thing. I'm okay. A, I'm, I'm a ghost. I'd show. like to wrestle with John Cena, but that's you know that's another show. <laughs> I have done. I have met. I have not wrestled. Wrestled, but did grab me by the throat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> right. But it's, uh, I don't, uh, what was I saying? It's uh, the, year, the this, year leading up to your mother's passing. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, God, what was my whole point? Were you uh, getting premonitions or were you getting information prior and kind of a sense of oh, knowing? So, yes. So you mentioned this in the podcast. Uh, I became a ghost show fanatic a year before my mom died. <laughs> I purchased, I purchased every every edition of Ghost Adventures and every edition of The Dead Files. I just finished last night's Dead Files before I came on with you guys. I, uh, I mean, Kindred Spirits. I mean, I mean, everybody from I mean, from Cindy uh, on Holzer File. I mean, everything. It's ridiculous. Okay, and so right. then here I am, all tuned up. I'm all tuned up with my Ghost Adventures and my <laughs> fucking craziness. <laughs> my mom dies 
So right. I know because I got to see her and I got to tell her to come to me. Um, and I've told her that before. Um, and she has come to me. But mm-hmm. I, why the year before my mom dies do I? And then ironically, I get them all for fucking free for five dollars a month this year <laughs> with the oh, So she made sure that you got a you got a bargain on it. That's yeah. something. Yeah. I really believe preparing. that families and people, individuals, leading up to a major event, it doesn't matter if it's a 9-11, a family loss, um, like that, like super intimate with you and your mom. Um, yeah. that the your spirit guides and your family and spirit is doing preparatory work for you to raise your consciousness. And it could be as simple as, and, and this has happened in many cases. Um, a young person walks out in the kitchen and says to their, their mother or father, you know, if I, if I die, if I ever die, I want my, um, you know, my, all my organs donated and, and family would be like, why would you say such a thing? And they're like, no, just it's on my mind. You know, I want to make sure that if anything ever happens, it's literally within a a short period of time that the family actually has to honor that very conversation. And they (laughs) actually say how strange it was that their child told them that there's other family members that will do things like, kind of like the family history or they write things out or they reconnect with family members that they haven't seen. That's another part of that, that there's no accidents. So you having all of a sudden this um, hunger or awareness for the afterworld or the afterlife um, is you had to have something that you knew when your mother left, that you knew your mother was gone and your heart is broken and you're grieving. This is like the hypnosis without being hypnotized. Now I know what, what that what that is. <laughs> right. Yep. Okay. Do you right. guys remember in Boston Spa, a, a man killed him himself and his daughter and his fan and his wife? Yes. Yes. Um, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yes. 0.4 miles from my house. Okay. Uh, Adam Circle, like right next to my neighbor. Um, it was a horrific thing to think about, you know, it was a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. Um, and I became sort of fascinated with it in a way, um, but also terrified. Um, and then I got into the ghost thing and then I went across the street and I investigated the park across the street and I heard, I heard Christopher, I heard Christopher, which is my given name. Uh, from my grandmother, mm-hmm. and I heard something very, 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 very malevolent, bad saying, get out, get out, get out, <laughs> right there in the middle, and it's not far from that, and it was right around that time. Anyways, oh, I'm yeah. sure it's my mind playing tricks, and I'm stepping mm-hmm. in the snow or something. No, you had um, a ghost experience. <laughs> yeah, I believe that you had, because it wouldn't have impacted you. So, Chris, or yeah. Quinn, if you had um, <laughs> just like a thing that you could dismiss, um, and it was just like, I probably was the snow or probably was a squeaky door. You don't get the feelings along mm-hmm. with it. But when you have a paranormal event where your hair gets stroked mm-hmm. um, or your clothing gets pulled on, your coat pocket gets tugged, um, you hear somebody whisper and you actually think it's a physical person. You're like, it had to be the way I was standing. You get an overwhelming feeling through your body um, that pins and needles almost like you're holding your breath 
You might feel icy cold. Your tummy might feel funny, or you might get a, a pressure on your forehead, which is all physical attributes to paranormal mm-hmm. that you don't have like when you just like hear your name called and, and like you wake up and you're like, eh, I'm dreaming about it. Yeah. So what so you my, had my, was paranormal. Yeah. So my fear to that and leads to the, the clearing, of course, uh, is yeah. that um, something from that or something from an experience I had in England when I was going to school once while I was trying to astrally project and I became, Oh boy. I became literal electricity a hundred percent electricity in mm-hmm. my head. I, I had my eyes closed. Um, and it was the scariest thing I'd ever had. I, I had to, I had to jump, I had to jump out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a couple weeks before we did a, a Ouija board that I didn't touch, but oh. still, I still asked a question and it came up with my mother's maiden name. Oh, people wow. from Saudi Arabia that never met me before. So it was nope. uh, that, could have been something, but I, I think I it could have been something. It could have been something. It could have been whatever. I've been taking on I've been taking on visitors and 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 and, and riders. All right, so so well, all right, so I'm going to call you out. I asked you in the beginning, have you ever had any paranormal experiences? And <laughs> eh, nah, no, I didn't ask you if you had a hot dog. I asked you if you had paranormal experiences. <laughs> then you go into this whole litany about yeah. different shit that's happened to you, right down to having like oh, a yes. demon from a, a Ouija board <laughs> bothering you. So yeah, then there was yeah. that little thing. So yeah. I have to ask, how old were you with the experience um, in England and with that, with the astral projecting? Like, that feels 20, that was all twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. I was 20, 21, yes. That's key. Um, that's a part of, especially males, um, As if you probably always had, Quinn, uh, psychic ability or the ability to attract them or sense them, but it's kind of like an ebb and flow. So from the ages of three to six, mm-hmm. that's when we first start to see indigo children or psychic kids mm-hmm. have some of those experiences. And then it kind of goes on the down low a little bit. You might dream about things a little bit more. So through your puberty and into um, high school, it's kind of there, but it's not, you're so concerned about your physical body and yeah. everything that's happening. You can't yes. like um, even concept that spiritual stuff. And then there's something about when, especially fellas move out and go to college around 2021. That's usually when I start to get the phone calls or Michelle does that their kids are experiencing it like Albany SUNY or the college or Boston, wherever they are, they're remembering things from when they were little kids, but it's happening again. And of course now it's like on hyperspeed, it's much more um, frightening and usually combined in um, you have things like alcohol and um, other stuff that keep lowering your vibration. So mm-hmm. what you probably did when you asked to project and even oh, playing around with the Ouija board, you did not do anything to rarefy your space. You didn't do anything to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. So what you attracted was what we call low lying spirits or mm-hmm. low level spirits. Parasitic. So they're the ones, right. Parasitic. They're the ones that haven't been able to move on. So they're just waiting for somebody like you to come in and say, I'm looking for Abraham Lincoln. And they're like, <laughs> I'll be Abraham Lincoln. Um, <laughs> How many dates have I had like that? That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's the it's the truth. That's how and I am so aware of that. I'm not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so with all of that, you could have, and 
Michelle and I have know a lot of male friends. And, and mm-hmm. when we finally um, like work with them or connect with them, they'll talk about Jeff DeMarco is one of them that I'm thinking of Michelle from the time oh, yeah. they were around that age, uh, like an attachment. And they just yeah. followed them through until they got much older and much more settled. And then it just seemed to kind of like maybe got tired of them being fade good right. and they just kind of like fade away. But there's always that eminent fear that it's going to come back up okay. again or be yeah. like right there with them. So um, yeah, you probably need a clearing, but you're probably a person that, and you're involved with the, the public that you're always going to attract them, Quinn. Which is fine with me. I, 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 most of my experience of experiences have been with, with real intent, and uh, whether it was real intellect, that's a different story. Um, I, you made me think of one last really nasty thing that happened to me right before I, um, right before I, uh, I was uh, boy. This would have been right before rehab, my last rehab. Um, I was living in uh, my uncle's empty house in, in South Minneapolis, and um, I was I, it was a single bed in the attic, and the whole house was empty. You know? And I was drinking heavily, heavily, heavily. Yeah, I was drinking. Um, I, I was I was going to the bathroom in a bucket. It was horrible, right? The whole night. Oh, um, and I remember one night lying on my back, drunk as a skunk. So I'm sure it was just drinking. But I remember a a, a dark shadow mm-hmm. uh, reaching from the ceiling downward, completely black, um, still smoky to an extent, not like jagged edges reaching for me and me waking up and saying, that is not, whoa, what is that? I called my father who I had never, I, I hadn't spoken to my father. My father didn't visit me in my first rehab. So I, I don't talk to him about this shit. I called and I said, what the fuck were you doing in my house this morning or last night? Why were you in my house? I was so convinced somebody was going to help me or reach me, but it was not. It was something negative and it was coming down to touch me, to do something. And I was, I was close to death at that point. Oh, uh, and it, yeah. it was probably dark. It was darker than dark, even though it was dark in there and blotted out light. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was like streetlight coming in dark. Mm-hmm. but dark over that yeah right yeah that's definitely kind of entity you don't want hanging around no. and usually caused by just what you're saying you're at a yeah. moment of crisis you're at your lowest level yeah. and um it draws in like attracts like yeah and it's um so if you were at a low level with your own spirituality your energy you're going to attract that in whether you meant to or not and it just kind of wanders in yeah like you send out a beacon in a sense, inadvertently a beacon. This is what, you know, this is my bi- vibration and they're going to follow the trail, you know, they're right. Follow the I, have, I have, I think I've, I've talked about this. I yeah. I've, right. I've said that um, people that do astral projecting, um, I talked about it on other podcasts that sometimes when they're leaving their body or in a case like what you were going through, you're kind of like in essence, leaving your body when, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and you, will have in the room these dark shadows that try and grab at you. And I had more than one client or one, more than one student ask me about it. And I kept thinking, what the fuck are they talking about these loonies? <laughs> and it turned out on an obscure website, I found that there is a thing called phantoms mm-hmm. and phantoms show up and they grab at you. They try and hold your energy right. and they try and like, even like suffocate you. 
And I guess what it is, is it's a negative projection of yourself. It's like it's a mirror. all your mm-hmm. bad <laughs> coming right at you. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist or something. It's right. Wow. And I bet I, I am guaranteeing you I have created multiple, multiple of those around the house. Not poltergeist, really, but what you were just saying. Phantoms, yeah. Phantoms, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've even seen them. Oh, yeah. I have seen, so, I have seen an orb with my own eyes. Well, to your um, left, I keep seeing a disturbance the, the whole time we're talking. Lower. Yeah. Like, oh, that's my oh, that's my Alexa thing. Well, it's right like in front of the wood, the, the, oh. uh, the desk or something. Oh, in front of the wood, right here. Uh, yeah, like closer to to the screen. Yeah, like right in front of there. There's been something trying to manifest the whole time. Right here. Okay. Yep. Well, I've yep. got a lot of family. This is my grandfather's desk. Oh. Um, okay. This is my. I'm, I practice I am a very ritualistic form of. Tibetan Buddhism called Sakya Buddhism. And so I have a trying set up here and uh, that's where my grandmother's stuff is. Um, Okay. And uh, uh, my great grandmother has a, there's a photo of my great grandmother up here. So, yeah, so I've got, and I have a lot of family, silver family cups that they got as babies over here. So um, when you sit in Richard, I I can really think. Uh, yeah, but now we know it's Riley, but it, it makes me think <laughs> that maybe that it's kind of cool. I haven't had a lot of contact with that level of generation in my family before. You know, you can ask, ask um, your grandmother and your mother to introduce you to them. Yep. I had that happen recently. I was always saying, why does my grandfather not come through? And my grandfather, the, the 63rd anniversary of his death in a, in a horrible uh, accident out at the Port of Albany, uh, he was burned. Um, oh. And we were, my mother was saying, look, I found his obituary. And we were talking about it that night. And I always, I tr- I'm a psychic medium. I try to connect with him. Like, where is he? My father brought him and introduced, my father's in spirit too, introduced okay. him to me. And now I feel him. He's with me constantly. No kidding. It, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like uh, the flavor that, you know, different spirits have different flavors, I like to say. And, you know, or feel. And he's, yeah. now he's here because I, I got introduced. So yeah. you can always ask. It's like, hey. Love it. Hey. Because I sleep downstairs in the basement every once in a while. Like, uh, um, my wife had shingles the other day. Oh, and so I was like, I'm going to sleep downstairs. <laughs> uh, but I have a, a, a lot of pictures of that generation, which is great. My great generation, great and great, great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt very connected to that to that um because it was a little spooked out down there because it's my basement and um i knew something was there and it was very (laughs) odd but it was connected to it so it's interesting to me so i apologize for for babbling no you're doing oh my god i love it this is something It's so awesome. I can't wait for you to share with your wife afterwards, you know, what we talked about and let her know that her dad is around. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's beautiful. That is amazing. That in itself is a memorial and a a great way for you to honor your family, Quinn. Yeah, and it's also very, it's very peaceful. And and as I said, uh, I need a little bit of ritual uh, to to go through. I'm a bit ADD, so that helps me. Um, to sort of make sure I get everything done. Um, I don't do it nearly as much as I should, but I try. Who does? I, I know, right? <laughs> we all try. Um, 
Yeah, everybody tries. So, Quinn, um, are you open to have Michelle do some clearing work on you? Absolutely. Um, please. Okay. okay. Now, my question is, I, I'm going to, I can clear your home and property to start with. Does that work for you? That would be lovely. Thank okay. you. Okay. Now, I'm not going to have you say the address because it'll be on the podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. I can connect because I can see you're in your home right now, right? This yeah. is your house. Okay. So let me, I'm going, I'm dowsing. My, I can't get my camera to tilt. My, my son like glued it to the wall or some crazy thing. So you can't see, but I'm, I'm using a pendulum and I'm dowsing. So I'm going to, can I, I'm going to say your ooh, actual name in my head. I want to make sure. I hear interference. Is anyone hearing that? Anyone else oh, hearing? Man. Yeah, Katie's oh. breathing into her microphone. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Not a ghost. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Dave. You got it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to count. Okay. Property in Boston Spa, New York. Yes. So you currently have any ghost in earth and spirits attached to affecting his home and property. And that includes everything in your home and property, right down to the to the soil, to the nails, to the wood, to all the furniture, because anything can be haunted. So and just keep in mind that your your loved ones in spirit, they're in spirit. I, I wouldn't want to, nor would I have the ability to clear away spirit, family spirit entry. This is earthbound spirit. So these are folks that are trapped in their own suffering and we're just helping them to go to the other side so they can uh, basically move freely about the universe. Okay. okay. Open, opening the cage door, so to speak. Okay. So we got ghosts more than five, more than 10, more than 15, more than 20, more than 20, 25, 24, 23. So there's 23 ghosts attached to your home and property. So we're going to send them. Close your eyes. You might feel them or they're going to go through me or Katie or Dennis. <laughs> well, someone will feel them go through. I call upon my team in the fifth dimension to please send down the appropriate angels to escort all 23 of the ghost and earthbound spirits. They're attached to affecting Quinn's home and property in Boston Spa, New York to the light. I pray that God's pure light and love permanently fill the spaces. These energies once occupied with loving, healing, divine light and love. No longer will they be earthbound. And just so you know, my pendulum started like flipping around while I was doing this so yeah I was I was feeling it the entire time through my entire body um as soon as you said close your eyes yeah, and they because they kind of zoomed in did you feel them go through you yep okay because I um, didn't I felt a steady flow not specific numbers or anything yeah oh yeah yeah I just count to make sure I get them all because I'm not a numbers person I'm a Scorpio <laughs> I don't wow. do numbers so um so that's the ghosts. Now we're going to check for negatives. So there's the real parasitic things. And, you know, they're not scary. I mean, I like to say they're scary or whatnot, but they're just residual energy. So we're going to count those and send them on their way as well. So, okay. Property, Boston Spot, New York. So you currently having negative energies or entities attached to your fetching and some property? Yes. More than five, more than 10, more than 15, 12, 12. So that's not, that's not really bad. Okay. I call upon my team in the fifth dimension to please send down the appropriate energies to escort all 12 of the negative energies and or entities that are attached to or affecting someone property in Boston Spa, New York, into the violet flame where they will be completely consumed by the violet flame and transmuted into God's pure light and love. No longer will these energies exist in negative form. Here they go. Woo, okay. Shoulders relaxed. I'm not even kidding. <sighs> well, see, that's... 
your shoulder, yeah, because you're the. I think they're like those trapezius muscles or something. That's where the negative energies things enter through the back of your neck. So, have you ever seen Native Americans smudging? They, they, you know, using the sweet grass, they're always bringing the smoke over their head to the back right. of their neck because okay. that's like your vulnerable spot. And so that's that's where when you feel that pressure in your shoulders, that's all the baggage of other energies and entities that it's not even your baggage weighing you down. So when they lift, you actually feel a physical response yeah. to them leaving. Which I did, which normally I don't feel that kind of feeling with my shoulders. It takes an awful lot of awful lot of the vape to make that happen. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Michelle is the best, I'm telling you. Oh, getting shucks. rid of that stuff. Yeah. But um, I'm watching Quinn, his eyes, when I do clearing some people, they get sleepy. Have you noticed yeah, they get I really feel, relaxed? I feel, like I feel more relaxed. I'm not even kidding. I feel more and, and I haven't even cleared you yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna do that. Oh my gosh. Well, let me make sure that are there any vortexes or portals? No, your house felt clear. It, it didn't have any like a portal or a vortex, which would, you know, we'd have to like deal with that, but it's just kind of stuff that you've brought home. And there could have been, well, there are definitely some that were there on the property to start with. So we cleared that all up. So it's a nice clean slate. Think of it that way, like a nice clean blackboard. Okay. Now I'm going to check you. Okay. Quinn. It's in Boston spot, New York, Pix 106. Does he currently have any ghosts and earthbound spirits attached or affecting himself? Yes. Five, more than 10, more than 15, more than 20, more than 25, more than 30, more than 35. 32 ghosts attached to you. Okay. I call upon my team in the fifth dimension to please send down the appropriate angels to escort all 32 of the ghosts and earthbound spirits that are attached or affecting to the light. I pray that God's pure light and love permanently fill the spaces these energies once occupied with loving, healing, divine light and love. No longer will they be earthbound. Okay. Is he clear? Yes. Okay. Does Chris currently have any negative energies or entities? Yep. You got some negatives. These are what you'd call your quote-unquote demons, the things that bother you, that follow you, that feel like kind of like your, your bad luck, so to speak. So yeah. I'm going to get rid of those. Okay. More than five. More than 10, more than 15, more than 20, 19, 18, 17 negative energies. Okay, I call upon my team in the fifth dimension to please send down the appropriate energies. Discord all 17 of the negative energies or entities are attached or affecting Quinn into the violet flame now where they will be completely consumed by the violet flame and transmuted into God's pure light and love. No longer will those energies exist in negative form. Fill the spaces essentially. I like love. Thank you. Amen. Sorry, I'm kind of mumbling here. Oh, it's okay. I'm following the visuals. Okay. Are there any negative energies and or entities of any kind attached to affecting Quinn? No. Is he clear? Wow, that feels huge. And it's weird that the, the visual I got, do you remember Underwood Deviled Ham? Yeah. <laughs> Those little Funny. red devil yeah. things. That's yeah. what I saw. And I don't normally see, you know, I used to love you wow. when I was a kid. Well. I'm from Minneapolis and Ormel's from there. So it's funny. Get it all the time. Yeah. That makes oh sense. Like, why am I seeing Underwood Devil Ham? <laughs> I love it. The oddest things come through. And now um, the last part of the clearing I want to do is uh, soul fragmentation. And you can fragment, which you have, I, I can tell by, you know, talking with you that you have fragmented in this lifetime. And think of like a circuit box. And when you get overloaded, a circuit flips off. It's, it's or like a piece of you breaks 
off. And the, say there was a, a Quinn puzzle, you've got pieces missing. And most of us do. Yeah. Um, but those, you have current life ones and you have past life ones. And I keep getting really visual hits of you um, and you're, uh, a, I think it's called a cobbler, a shoemaker. Mm. And it feels like, um, oh gosh, north of France, Denmark. Oh. Is it Denmark that's north of France? Are you talking, uh, Switzerland, north of France uh, would be Dan, 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 Danish, Danish. Yeah, I think it's, I'm saying. Denmark, yeah. yeah. That's my, my last name is Danish, yeah. Oh, it's, my, it's not my birth name though. It's my, oh. my name since I was three, but oh gosh. it's but my last name is a, a full on Danish name and recognized what? by any Dane in America. It's odd. Oh, that's um, wild because I'm seeing I'm like I'm struggling with my map of Europe in my head. So yeah, you were a cobbler, you were a shoemaker there. No kidding. And okay. um, I'm not sure that that lifetime is coming through very clearly because I see the big hunks of like leather hanging in your shop and the, the oh. little nails and the, the, the forms that little the wooden feet forms and you're you're making boots and I'm just trying to I have hundreds of shoes you guys oh my god <laughs> that's clearly carried over from that lifetime it drives my wife nuts oh my gosh that's wow, hysterical because it's usually people think women have more shoes my husband has more shoes than me too so i'll just tell uh, them I, right. you know, I do. I love my shoes. <laughs> let me see um is there a tragic oh 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 okay okay there's a drowning yep. in that Our... lifetime in that oh, lifetime, yeah. in that lifetime, there was a drowning in this lifetime too. Um, this lifetime would have been my lifetime. Yes. Yes, there was a drowning. Not a. It was a family member, a cousin, distant, uh, more distant than close. Okay. Okay. Um, but that's the first drowning that came up with. But there's a drowning in Denmark. You think? Yeah. This is a past life. I mean, this is. Um, okay. I don't know. It looks like 1500s. And it There's a lot of fishing up there too. Didn't you guys see something about fishing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Water. Water yeah. and oceans. This feels like it looks like um a canal. It it's not, it's like a river, but it's got like the walls, mm-hmm. like stone walls built up. And it's a child. Oh gosh. Okay. So losing a child. Um oh, I lost a child. You lost you lost a child. And it just um you, well, they're telling me to tell you. I always says you did take your own life in that lifetime after losing your little oh, boy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's oh. what you know. I don't normally like sharing, it, but that they're telling no, me. Like I said, please, please tell me. Yeah. So my people talk to your people, and if your people say it's okay, then I figure that there, there's a reason to know. We're, so, we're, wide, we're wide open with just about everything that happened. So there. There, there was a lot of guilt. Um, and you don't have children in this lifetime? Okay. See, that's no, I've avoided that, uh, okay. ironically. <laughs> there, there's carryover guilt from losing your, because your, you were watching him and um, someone came up to you of like royal birth or like, and they were wanting to hire you and you focused on getting the, you know, a good job. You know, and then in that time, he, he was like four or five years old. He slipped in the canal. And, oh and so and you, you weren't a bad father, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Unfortunately, you know, these, these tragedies happen. So in that lifetime, you eventually just, you, you hung yourself. So 
Yeah. And they're telling me this to tell you. So no, um, all good, all good. But don't I've, I've heard it all, believe me. So that yeah, and that's some of your self the the, the feeling of like self-punishment is what I'm they're saying. So we're gonna clear that, but there's they share that oh. lifetime with me. And then we jump forward. Yeah, we jump forward. Um I'm not sure. Yeah, this is forward. So you almost look like a Puritan in this one. Like a pilgrim. So okay. And you're very religious and very unyielding. Um, yeah, it feels Puritan, but you're in the new world. So you're in America in this one. Um ironically, in this one, I, I feel that you you're trying to work with Native Americans, but you you won't give an inch with them for some reason. Um, and it leads to a starvation. It was probably like one of the early, like um, oh, Roanoke. Roanoke is what it feels like. Um, and I, think, I don't know if they're Puritans, but I think they're all back then. And there's, there's, you, you end up, um, um, you get shot with an arrow. I probably so. deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and it's interesting because I see you, you're, you, you're inside of a palisade, you know, the big, the wooden stakes that you put, the, the palisade that surrounds the settlement and oh, you're gotcha. standing facing out and an arrow comes and it strikes the post right to your right. So you're on the right side looking out. And then you look at that and then you feel a thud and you look down, there's an arrow in you. And, and then uh, you, but uh, it feels like Roanoke. I don't know, there's so many early settlements. And then the last lifetime that I'm seeing, it shows you and um, you're probably with Darwin is what it feels like. You're on a ship, I think, I think so. I, I This is jumping out of my history lesson. Oh, yeah, USS, the Beagle, I think was if his boat was called the Beagle, I don't know. But you're on a boat and uh, you're, you're exploring and I see cages and containers you guys are um, collecting. You're, you're not um, Darwin himself, yeah. I don't think, but you're collecting samples. And I think you're a younger kid. You're, you're like um, a cabin boy, I guess you call, yeah. but you're, you're helping out and you're collecting the, the samples and the plants and the animals. And awesome. there's an excitement, an excitement at sea because you're at sea and the, the spray is coming up over the, you know, the sides of the boat. And this is the excitement of being out. And, you know, you've got the uniform, you've got that little waistcoat is what they're showing me. But, um, and the reason, I mean, these are interesting lifetimes, but they show me lifetimes where there's like tragic death because yeah. That's where the damage comes from. And so Got it. Just Got giving it. Me the yeah. little, So what happens with this one is I think it's malaria, uh-huh. but you're, you're taken by a fever is what they're, they're saying. So then okay. you are buried at sea. No kidding. Which is oh, not a bad cool. thing. It's better than. Oh, I like that. That yeah. would explain a lot of uh, things, I, I suppose. Because you, you know you're wrapped up, and they they wrap you in a sheet and they put you on a board and they, and they're giving me a very vivid image of you just sliding down but in a way it was liberating hmm. um because you're you not aware where this one um you can pinpoint the sea for crying out loud <laughs> don't know because you're out it, it must be in the middle of the the atlantic we're there in the pacific it's uh, where i'm seeing it's just uh international waters you're not near anything when you pass because you're heading back you're on the return trip and so it feels like the atlantic because the pacific is that bluer look it's the more gray atlantic and um it's I'm heading back yeah 
Okay. So you didn't quite make it back, unfortunately. Yep, yep. But you had the adventure uh, of a lifetime, so there's no regrets with that one. But you do regret not seeing your mother again in that lifetime and making it back to your mother. So that's what the that's what where the fragmentation came from. So I'm just gonna. So what I, I just wanted to. Well, they they gave me those to to share with you. I'm gonna count your soul fragments, and yes. so there's two different types. Well, there's three actually, but there's the earthbound soul fragments. Those are the mini me ghosts, the little pieces of you that broke off, and they're like. Um, memories like instant replays happening in various places on the, on the planet um and then there's dimensional soul fragments they happen when people astral project without protecting themselves so i think i mean i know how to protect myself now i didn't back then okay so i think you picked up some uh, um some parasitics that way and then there's the fifth dimensional soul fragments those are the pieces of you that say that's it i'm out of here and i'm go i'm going back to heaven and a big chunk of you will go up there. And that's not a negative thing, except for you can't be grounded. You feel like you're not really here. You're kind of spacey because your part of you is up in heaven. You need your parts and pieces down here. So, and sometimes people. Um, I could, I be, think, like, could I be thinking of uh, other life versus heaven? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, and when I, heaven is just a term I use. It could be, you know, it's, a, it's the fifth dimension, nirvana, yeah. the Elysian fields, whatever, you know. It's um, it's the place, the library. Illusion fields, field, yeah. So um, it, I I always see a library. It's like oh, the sum total. Yeah. yeah, and there's that kind of podium in the middle where your your book of life is open for you when you get there. That's the Akashic Records, right? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I love yeah, it. so that's really cool. So, but I mean, when I use the word, I use the term heaven, you know, I brought up Catholic, so it, it's interchangeable for whatever, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, I just, uh, I've been thinking a lot about aliens lately. I've seen some and been oh, captured some on video and. You have to share them. all of the stuff with us that you've, that you've captured. My, I, my I have it all, yeah. Well, my youngest is obsessed with aliens. A list about. of links. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send those. I will. I wow, that's a, I mean that's a that's a mic drop at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the podcast. Again, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> GoPro uh, night lapse. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean this is that very energetic time um, after my mom passed, um, where everything was happening for two straight months, and mm. um, you know, in in my in in our in our practice. And I don't say religion because I don't consider it a religion for my mother or myself. But in our practice, there's a process that the, the family does to send the person on the way. Um, okay. And uh, I think during that process, um, there was a whole lot of shit happening in my life. I mean, that whole lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, that is never that I can't recreate. I can't just turn on my simply say, "There's mom." No, it's fucking crazy orbs racing, chasing each other with faces and mouths and eyes. Wow, it's, it's insane sometimes. So there is a, a thing too. There, um, a pool of thought. Michelle and I have had this before that when somebody passes, they open the door, mm -hmm. and um, it doesn't get I'm closed right away. That. Right. And they would not that your mother would mean to, but when she goes through it, 
like stays open for a period of time. Mm -hmm. And that's part of that activity that you get. But every person we know that has alien activity also has a ton of spirit activity at the same time. So whether it's like the chicken and the egg, it's something about that, that kind of gets it going. We got a little You were talking about ectoplasm. Somebody asked a while back. I was getting ectoplasm dropping from the sky outside. Oh, cool. Okay, dropping from the sky outside, hitting my roof of my porch, shooting down into my porch. And then from that very same uh, park across the street that I went and did that weird investigation thing. Mm -hmm. um, From behind a bush, a streak of light, which of course I was filming on my rain camera, then I slowed down um, and... I swear to God, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was some kind of fairy or female, um, at, at trying to shoot. I have the, um, the hand of, uh, Hamza hand on my door. Mm-hmm. Um, it was given to me for protection. Maybe it's not the right thing to have it for, but I thought it was, uh, but it, it is supposed it, it to be was, for protection. It, 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 it looks like the damn thing was trying to slide under the bottom of the, of the door. Wow. Um, it didn't look scary, but it was, you know, right during that weird ectoplasm out of the sky. And uh, I have it all on video. It's crazy. Oh, you got to but you're that. also so open in during something like that, going through your grief, they're going to give you a light show. literally like you're gonna get all different things and it's so funny that you said the thing about the fairies um one of my i call them my handlers one of my handlers um hillary and i were driving in the car and she goes i need to ask you a question and i said what and she said what do you know about fairies and she said i'm she goes i'm i'm using my camera i'm filming she goes i'm watching them all over she goes i've got Mm -hmm. them on tape she mm-hmm. said, that, and they're like, not like regular orbs. She said, they're like what you're saying, like yeah. shooting all around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are all these, these mm-hmm. light energies, but mm-hmm. they take, they take various forms and speeds and um, yeah. personalities. And, and, and some of them do the same thing. Some of them try to tell me stuff by coming out of certain photographs, I feel. And there, I, there right there is sort of my doorway into psychosis too you know <laughs> if, if i've seen orbs flying in and out of john lennon pictures that my mother gave me you know oh. or you know what it, it's like I'm, I've, I've had to really sort of i've had to really have a, a kind of a come to jesus moment with with um, myself and how i'm feeling about all this mm-hmm. um and how it's affecting my my everything you know my my wife my my life and happiness in our home and, and, and our animals. I've had some really lucky things happen to me in the last year mm. um, that I didn't expect to have happen. So I feel like I'm doing the right thing. And, and um, I feel like I did. I feel like I was really strong for my mother's passing. Mm. Um, you helped her. You helped her cross. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, you made it much easier for her, and so she's going to do everything in her power to make things go smoothly for you now. 
Watch your dreams too now, Quinn, for the next couple of nights, actually, now that Michelle, and we've spoken, but that Michelle's done the clearing work for you and the soul fragmentation. Yes. Did I say that right? Yep. Um, and um, because you'll start to have some uh, like real clarity, things that might've been more vague yeah. will be more like spot on, or you'll hear things in your head more spot on um, than okay. with an assuredness, like a real knowing in you that no, this is the, the concrete way for me to go. And you said something interesting. I tell a lot of clients that are going through um, major grief. Mm -hmm. When you go through a major loss, like you did with your mom, you are, uh, tend to have that year, two years after major life transition. And I truly believe, um, and when it's major transition, it's the biggies, it's career relationship, um, friends and family, like your one circle of friends and family just kind of peters away. And then all of a sudden right. you have a new assembled circle and it's not like you go on Facebook and go fuck them, <laughs> blocking right. everybody, right, it's not right. that kind of a thing. It, it's it's a literally, pivot, a, yeah. it's a quiet change of guard. And I really think it's your family in spirit bringing you these opportunities. You might've made one change and it works like a domino effect yeah. to create the life that you're supposed to have. And they bring it to you. They bring you the synchronicity or they bring you the good fortune. I'm a real introvert. Um, you know, other than a show, I'm not, you know, I'm really introverted. And it's, it's, it's tough being, you know, it's tough going out and, and when interacting sometimes, you know? Yep. Introverted extrovert. <laughs> you said something about me being frustrated with stuff very easily. Yes. Um, and, bullshit. And, and, yeah, <laughs> bullshit. Like I just it's enough bullshit. Enough bullshit. My job is my job is I love my job. It's my favorite thing in the world to to, to get out of the house for. And my favorite other favorite thing in the world is my house and my wife mm. and my family. Aww. Um, That's but I'm really awesome. lucky. I'm really lucky. Very lucky. You so are. thank you for your help. And uh, I felt like I had some stuff. Um, and I feel like I, I need to concentrate on keeping that, keeping that clear as well. Keep yeah. it clear and do like, do yourself. You have the ritual stuff, mm -hmm. um, full moon, new moon, biggies for all of that for clearing and setting those intentions yeah. kind of okay. just gives you a checkpoint for you to make sure yeah. like oh i haven't been so good about it let me make sure i'm doing it so okay. it reminds you to do that um and you know now that we've got this relationship that you can contact michelle or i anytime and uh, we are so grateful that you came on thank you d for thank setting you. this up with quinn Thanks, wonderful yeah <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a lot of fun. Very, very, very interesting. And really, really enjoyed it. You'll have to give us an update um, if anything happens there at the house or how you're Absolutely. feeling later on. Oh, and by the way, I would spend the night at Saratoga Hospital. Yeah, me too. Oh, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> let's do it. Just so you know, Quinn, I am like the biggest chicken shit. Here I do this for a living. And I live in the stockade with my boyfriend. And we yeah. live in a loft. And this place is like high and haunted. I, so we'll be watching like stuff. It. And I'll literally go, huh. And he'll go, you, do, do people know that you're a psychic medium, that you're scared of frigging everything? And that you're uh, like, because I'll go, did you see it? Did you hear it? Did you hear it? So, last night, walking around. It never, gets yeah. it never gets old. That's the yeah, thing. Right. It never gets old. 
Exactly. I love it. Just yeah, out of curiosity, did, did we just <laughs> did we just decide that we were going to spend the night at the yes. Saratoga, whatever the hell yes. it is? Yes. Yeah. We're going to use Dennis. You're, you're the bait. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know. D, we're putting you right in like one of the rooms, and you have to be in there with like a doll, like a Mrs. Beasley doll. No. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> that's not fucked up at all. Yeah, no. That the, would be really crazy, oh Mrs. Beasley. The doll From shit. The TV uh-huh. show. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I still have a Mrs. Beasley, just so you know. That's <laughs> I'm hilarious. bringing it. I'm bringing that's it. That's great. I love it. Keep that. Oh, well, thank you guys. Let's get together and, and, and do something fun like that. And, All right. We'll definitely and, and do that. We'll plan on it. Thank you again. So grateful thank for you, you Quinn. And grateful you for your for you thank sharing you so and your sobriety. Thank, thank you, you so much. Amazing. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you, Dee. Love you and love you, Michelle. Thank you so much. And thank you to all of our listeners for your suggestions and your um, sharing us and liking us and subscribing. So please keep up with us and and let us know who else and what else you'd like to hear about. Um, Look forward to talking to you guys again. Thank you. Have a great night, guys. Stay healthy. I was afraid to.